Welcome to Digimon Digital Moncast, a podcast where we sit around and watch a cartoon for children about monsters who get bigger and fight each other. I am Tyler, and I am joined by Jules. Hi there. And Joel. Let's get digital. Digital. (laughs) Oh, the soundtrack to this show is so good. It's just amazing. It's kind of peak, like... Exiting the nineties, early two thousands, like kid show. The movie soundtrack though has it's like great. it's got bare naked ladies. It's and got Smash Mouth. It, Yeah, like, oh, the the so music good. in Digimon is a very very narrow time frame, but it like captures it perfectly. I've got oh, all of it so on my good. on my phone. I listen to it constantly. Yeah, I had it on loop on like just a playlist for like two weeks after watching this last. Yeah. I actually remember trying to find some of the music from the actual show on the, like, early internet, back when the show was first (laughs) on, and it was really difficult, because trying to find MP3s on, like, 1999 internet was not easy. I remember getting the actual CD for the movie soundtrack, and it came with a program that turned your mouse cursor into a a pixelated Agumon, which was pretty rad. (laughs) That's pretty sick. (laughs) That'd make a horrible cursor. It would. It's terrible, it would. but it was great. Was it like his mouth or his tail? Or to confused. this day, I don't know. I can't yeah. tell you. I remember all those like cursor replacements of like the early 2000s, and yeah, most of them were just like little shit. pixel art, and like and they didn't actually point to anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so bad. So should yeah. we talk about like our experiences at first? Like, yeah, why don't you we... go first, Jules? What? Uh, how much of the show did you watch as a kid, and how much into it were you? Uh, a lot of it. Um, that's kind of my answer to all of that. <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> watched it like damn near religiously as a kid. Uh, had a lot of Digimon merchandise from trading cards to um, getting like the actual Digivices themselves. Uh, what else? I was so sad that they, at that time, they didn't have, like, the, um, the crest and tag as toys and stuff. Uh, I think they had them in Japan. I don't know if they ever released them That's overseas. probably correct. Um, also bought a lot of Digimon toys as well, like, the figurines. Oh, I had the best. Yeah, they I had, cool. I had these two. I had one that was an Agumon that was, mm-hmm. like, a Transformer. Yep. So, like, you unfolded it and it would turn into War Greymon. Same here. That, that, I had that. Oh. oh, it was the best. Except I wanted his, that. I I had a Guru Man. things that he's got were, it, like, it's the weird. two sides of Agumon's <laughs> face. <laughs> Instead of, like, just, like, the shield with the crest on it. It's just his face. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's I, not that's not quite as cool. Yeah, no. It didn't look <laughs> as awesome. But, uh, yeah, pretty much watched the entire show up until uh, the third season Tamers. And then I just... I, either grew out of it it also just didn't care about the next one there was a big delay between yeah. Thomas and frontier i think so i think that, yeah i think that's basically what 
gave me like the time to ease out of Digimon rather than just keep watching it. <laughs> um, but also, uh, also owned like one of the Wonder Swan Digimon games. You had a Wonder Swan. I yeah. want. I wanted those so bad as a kid. <laughs> Talking about the fucking Wonderswan games, you know that those are, like, canon, right? Yeah, yeah. But this thing's like, I had it, I got it in Hong Kong, I got a Japanese copy of the game, so I couldn't understand a single word of it. So it was just like, uh, okay, I'm just gonna guess and hope this works. Um, but yeah, I basically had, like, one of the original, like, before the show came out, like, the original, like, Digi- Digimon Tamagotchi devices. Yeah, I had one of those. Mine died on my holiday, that was really sad. I think I still have one. Like, my dad just, like, collects random, like, electronics and shit in, like, a box. And I, I've seen it. He's I got, like... You, like your dad going, Here you go, my son. All of my digivices. You're my He's, he's just got this box full of, like, random electronics and crap from over the years. I've seen it. He's got, like, my original Grey Brick Game Boy in there. Oh, awesome. I... Um, he has, like, a Game & Watch handheld thing. That's pretty but... cool. It's got, like, the levels painted onto the screen because it couldn't render the platform. Yeah. It can only render the character. Yeah, I've seen those before. And uh, and he's got... I think he's got one of my Digimon toys in there because I had, like, three. Cause one for each of my brothers. I just kind of stole them all. Well, yeah, why wouldn't you? <laughs> it was Digimon serious business. Come on. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Joel? How much did you get into it? Oh, boy. Um... Yeah, like, Digimon was probably my first foray into, like, serious fandom. Like, there were shows <laughs> I liked before Digimon. Like, I watched Power Rangers and X-Men and basically anything that was on Fox Kids. Yeah. But, like, Digimon was kind of on another level for me. Like, when that show came out, that was pretty much all I wanted to play. I spent most of my time, like, drawing Digimon in school. Oh, yeah. I actually joined Yahoo! It was Yahoo Clubs at the time, later changed to Yahoo Groups, yeah. to do some role-play Digimon yeah. stuff with other people. Nice. <laughs> what, what was your I got in character deep. do not steal? Oh, it was just me. Oh, okay. <laughs> just you? You weren't a Digimon? You were just there? Joelmon? Well, no, no, I, ha- I was the Digidestined. I had okay. a Digimon. Oh. What, what Digimon did you have? He was he was a special Digimon. Uh-huh. He uh he could he could digivolve into any of the dragon type Digimon. <laughs> anything that ended in Drummon. Nice. <laughs> uh, that's I like how that's a plot point. Yeah. The Digimon whose names end with Draymon. Yeah, they're like, actually dragons. Yeah. Yeah. It, weird. So did you play any of the games or have any of the See, toys? Um the the games always really torque me off. Like games. I wanted. I wanted the Wonder Swan stuff because that seemed cool, but like, you can't get a Wonder Swan in America. <laughs> and, uh, the, uh, the only other games that were out really at the time when I was really big into it were like the P- PlayStation games. I didn't have a PlayStation. And oh. eventually one of my friends who did got like Digimon World. And I went over to check it out and it had nothing to do with the show. The game, and was game, basically, the original was basic- Digimon World predates the show in japan well yeah i before the show premiered (laughs) looking looking back at it like it's pretty clear that it's just like a video game upgrade of the like digital pet yeah because that game came i think it came out in like february 99 in japan and the first movie and show premiere wasn't till a month later but it made me so mad because it was like I was like, okay, I recognize these characters, but what is this gameplay? Like, what is going on here? This is not what I wanted at Why all. Is with Ty? 
Exactly. <laughs> like, oh man. They didn't make a video game version of the show until uh, 2013. Wow. I'm still shocked. They, it's not really like for the 15th anniversary of. <laughs> I feel the like show, they made. A game version of the show. I'm so shocked there's not been, like, a super successful, like, at least nostalgia-driven Digimon MMO. There is an MMO. There is, but it's not what I'm looking but for. But people don't really play it. Yeah. It's not very popular. <sighs> I think there was two MMOs, actually. That sounds about right. Yeah. So about yeah, you, Tyler, I, like... <laughs> uh, I'm a bit younger than the rest of you guys, and I was basically, like, at the perfect age for Pokemon and Digimon to just yeah. take over my young mind. Yep. Especially because <laughs> when the show came out in 99, I had just moved to the US. My dad worked in the US oh, two or okay. three years. Uh, so that's when it took over. And like I said, I had toys, I had cards, I had video games. I fucking all over that shit. <laughs> um, but just like you, Jules, I kind of fell off around Tamers. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch a lot of Tamers when it was out. I caught bits and pieces. I did watch a fair bit of Frontier a couple of years later. Oh, okay. A few of my mates from school were really into it. Um, With Front- Did Frontier switch networks? I feel like... No, that was the next one. Because I think there was a year gap between Tamers and Frontier. Because I remember I fell off during Tamers because Fox like shuffled their schedule around and I... Literally couldn't mm. find the show anymore. I think they moved the time slot, but I and then a like huge gap between Frontier and the next one. Well, because I remember after Tamers, like I didn't know anything about what was going on with the series for a while, and finally mm. I heard there was going to be a new one, but I could never like find it on TV. So yeah, that's when they started taking like the Power Rangers Sentai approach. Yeah, which in Frontier's qu- case, quite literally. Yeah, which I <laughs> I didn't mind, but it's... to me that wasn't Digimon, like. Yeah, that's what a lot of people I've talked to have said about Frontiers. They didn't like it because they liked the whole separate Digimon and partner. They didn't like yeah. turning into it. I, I, I like what they were trying to do, but it was still like that this isn't Digimon. Like, it's cool, but it's not Digimon. Hmm. I, I, people tell me they even didn't like that aspect in Tamers, because at the very end, that's what Tamers that, that's what culminates got, in. That got weird, but at least that was still very distinctly, oh, you're merging with your Digimon, and yeah. like, they're still talking with them, not just, you are the Digimon. <laughs> and also the fact that they're, like, naked was kind of yeah, weird. That was weird. Yeah, that really weirded me out as a kid. Yeah. Especially because... Oh. Um, it was edited out, but in the for the English version of the Tamers movie, you actually do get a bit of cartoon dick in there. Oh God! Wow. <laughs> um, okay. There's nothing for Rika. She's got like the lines covering everything for her. But at the very, I don't know about for Henry, but for Takado, I've seen pictures of Takado's cartoon penis. That's um, weird. Which is wonderful. I don't know why they would include that. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> Wouldn't use that word, but sure. <laughs> um, How old was, was he? Someone was in charge. Yeah, oh, he, he was at 12? least like 12, 13? The show, that movie was set, I think, a year after the show. So he you know, it's interesting. You go younger than that, and it's not as creepy. You go older than that, it's not as creepy. But that age range specifically. Yeah. Oh, boy. Actually, I just remember the key, like, part, a key role Digimon played in my life because... Um, I still draw a lot. I'm uh, uh, went to art school and everything, but 
drawing Digimon was a big thing for me as a kid. Uh, like, I'm sure for obviously a lot of kids. But the thing was, uh, my mom was trying to get me into, like, a fancy prep school. And I, <laughs> I was not good at any other kind of tests. I was really bad at, like, written tests and stuff. Because I was just, you know, a bad student. Um, but, uh, then, so I did the entrance exam and I failed terribly. And I didn't know that. And my mom actually took my Digimon and Pokemon drawings and went to the principal and actually, like, showed him them. was like, just talk to my kid. And they were like, well, no, but, like, you can see my kid has actually has, like, some art potential. This wasn't Trace. They actually drew this, like, just by looking at the images. Like, they're decent enough. Give them, like, a, a verbal test and interview and... He's, he, he, like, acquiesced because, no, my mom, she probably, like, harassed the shit out of him. And then, uh, yeah, I didn't know it was, like, an out-of-the-way you know out of the way thing, but I did, like, I, I he talked to me in his office while I ate some candy from the bowl on his desk and uh, talked <laughs> nice. about, like, my drawing habits and stuff, what I like to draw, and talked about what I was interested in and, like, told him ideas I had, and then I got into the school. And my mom only told me this on the day I graduated from high school. <laughs> oh, so by the way, you weren't supposed nice. to get in. Yeah, like she was like, you only got in because I harassed the principal. Like, literally after the graduation ceremony, like my mom, like half, happily tearing, was like, "By the way, I stole your Digimon and Pokemon drawings and showed them to headmaster. That's how you got into the prep school to get into this high school." <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I was wondering what happened to my drawings. You didn't steal any of my Digimon ideas. <laughs> she actually, she actually does steal my drawings a lot and frames them, which is cute. But also, I need some of those for assignments. Cute, but- like, yeah. I really, like, <laughs> some of those could be important. Yeah, some of those could be, like, actually, like, used for marking to better my education, but, you know. <laughs> so what you're saying is you wish she'd at least ask first. Yes, before I ask her, hey, have you seen my drawing for my college? Oh, you've already framed it. Shit. Like, mom, mom, you want some of my drawings? You can have some of my drawings. I'd love to give you some of my drawings. Let me pick them for you. <laughs> I'll give you the good ones. Yeah, exactly. Not... She's literally made, like, um... It's quality control. She's done etchings and prints of old anime drawings from high school of mine that she's found, which is really embarrassing, but she loves Oh, them. man. <laughs> like, like, the equivalent of that for me would be, like, my mom taking some of the fan fiction I wrote in high school and, like, <laughs> getting it published. Some of, like, the short stories I wrote in school. Yeah. Like you, See? I wasn't a particularly good student in school. Um... For a lot of assignments, I remember for our Shakespeare assignment, maybe it was the exam, it was the exam, we had to, I can't remember what play I was doing, but we had to write something about the play, and I sat there for like 20 minutes in the exam hall, (laughs) I had done nothing, Mm -hmm. and then my teacher came over and just said, you know what, just write something like fun, and I'll read it, and just give you a crap mark. (laughs) I think I wrote her a story about like pirates or something, um... (laughs) And I got my assignment back, like the marking back, and it was like, oh yeah, loved it, would love to read more. D. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say like, and then yes. and then Greymon lit off a Nova Blast, which ripped through like Kawagamon. Oh man, Digimon Pirates would be a great theme. Oh god. Can make one of those. Can you imagine like One Piece, but with Digimon instead? Oh, that would be I, amazing. I need, I need to go and patent something up here at back. <laughs> <laughs> So, apparently, because I had dropped off Digimon entirely after Frontier. So, three years after Frontier came out, they made another one called uh, Digimon Savers in Japan. Mm -hmm. And it was dubbed into Digimon Data Squad. 
Oh, that's not a squad. Okay. Yeah, and there were games uh, for that, right? I know next to nothing about this series beyond that the main character has an Agumon who wears like Leather bands gloves? around his arms yeah. or something, and that he has to punch people in the face to make his Agumon digivolve. Wait, the Tamer does or Agumon yeah. does? Oh, okay, the Tamer does. He has that's... to punch people. <laughs> that's fucked up. Sounds like a... that sounds like a good way to get a Skull Greymon. Hmm. Oh yeah, and it had like a new burst mode was introduced, which is sort of kind of like Imperial Dramon's fighter mode stuff, where it's like oh, he gets okay. stronger. Okay. Uh, and apparently it was a like had a much darker tone. <laughs> I can imagine, like yeah, it's kind of sounding like it. 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 it was edited towards more teenagers than kids. Okay. Like that's who it was aimed at. All right. Uh, but the English dub, Data Squad kept aiming it towards kids. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> and it was also the first series that changed the characters' names to be more Western. Mm. So they didn't keep the original Japanese names like they did for the others. And then they turned rice balls into jelly donuts? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's actually really disappointing Pokemon. to me because that's that's one thing I've really liked about like the Digimon franchise is that it is so Japanese. Yeah. Like, yeah. they don't they don't try to hide any of that. They don't try to make it more relatable to Western really kids. Funny about the movie soundtrack, about how one of the yeah. main songs they promoted on that soundtrack was "Kids in America," <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's a show entirely about kids from Japan. Well, except for that one part of the movie. Oh yeah. But also, you know, just the rest of this fucking Scar soundtrack on a Japanese, you yeah. know, a- adapted anime movie, which is like it's okay. three movies just sort of like bashed together. <laughs> Yeah, like I love we're talking the train wreck that is that movie yeah. and just how it manages to work with yeah. what it actually is. It's crazy. I mean, it's if there was a franchise that could mash three separate movies together and somehow make it feel like it works, it'd be Digimon. That's still a better movie than any of the like Pokemon movies, like to this day at least. I can still watch well, that movie. Maybe not go. the first one. I love That's... the first Pokemon. First one is good. Digimon... First one's alright. That's Digimon in general, though, I think. Like, yeah. The show I mean, up a lot Digimon's weird in that, like, everything about Digimon is basically mashing a bunch of stuff together mm-hmm. and just sort of going with it. And, like, that, <laughs> it, that should be sloppy, and I guess it kind of is, but it's enjoyable the entire time. Yeah. yeah. I like the, it, the whole concept of, like, you know, the digital representation of electronics. <laughs> it's like they wanted to create sort of, like, the internet world, but yeah. the digital world and the internet are distinct. Like that, that comes up. Yeah. <laughs> like the internet and the digital world are different things. Well, this is, this is from back when, like before we'd really come up with a common, like idea of what digital stuff looked like. Like this was right before the <laughs> matrix came out. So it was still in kind of that weird stage of, yeah, just like, Stuff that makes no sense happens, and we'll just Digital throw some random things like all over the, the place. Forest and there's like vending machines there. Technology's fucking yeah. magic. Like we don't know. Getting back. Yeah, mysterious track. like after, train after tracks. Oh, train, train tracks, tracks with no trains. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in Frontier, that was like how they got around. There were train Digimon. Oh, that's right. And there were like train tracks covered the entire world, and they just took trains everywhere. I mean, I guess if you're trying to, like, do a physical representation of, like, a computer network, like, train tracks are probably your closest analog. Yeah. Plus, I mean, same to Japanese kids. There trains are trains in Tokyo. Fucking trains. <laughs> Everywhere. Trains Japan are cool. loves their fucking trains. So apparently, after 
Savers and Data Squad, there was a four-year break. Jesus. Yeah, so this is seven years after Frontier. Uh, another season came out, and I have no idea how to pronounce this. It's X-R-O-S. Like I, think Cross it's, Wars. I think it's supposed to be Cross Wars. Right, Cross Wars, which was called Fusion in the English dub. Yeah. And from what I hear of it, it's basically Digimon the mech anime. Yeah, that's what I've seen. Like, they take bits and pieces of different Digimon and, like, combine them into robot things. I think this is hmm. at the point where I was curious about thinking, oh, maybe I should give the later Digimon se- seasons a try, and I heard about this one coming out. This is the first one I looked at, looked at the art and was actively turned away by the design. Yeah, it's got a very sort of, like, new anime-style design that I've seen pop up a lot. I'm not a fan of it. But apparently a lot of the backstory... This is all the stuff I was talking about with you earlier, where there's all the people online who are the anime oh, fans okay. rather than the cartoon fans. Apparently there's a lot of backstory to Data Squad and Fusion or Savers and Cross Wars mm-hmm. with, like, these royal knights and, like, there's, there's, like, the server they all live on has a name and... Okay. They get really in-depth about it. Uh-huh. And, yeah. There's, apparently there's a sequel series to Cross Wars called Cross Wars, The Young Hunters Who Leapt Through Time. That's a pretty that's... cool name. Yeah, that's a uh, solid title. And apparently it features some... The enemy is apparently so strong and powerful that it requires uh, the multiverse to intervene. And the big moment is the main character from every single series coming over from their respective universes and joining forces. So what you're telling me, it's Forever Red, but with so it gets, on. Yeah. Fuck yeah! It's got Ty, Davis, Takato, Takuya, the dude from Savers, and the guy from Cross Wars. Fuck him into that. All joining up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm on board with that, I think. It It was never translated into English. I don't think there are any plans for it to be translated into English. They fucking missed their opportunity. But it was fucking (laughs) hype. You release that in, like, cinemas, you make money. Like, yeah. Yeah, honestly, like, nostalgia for this specific era of stuff is pretty marketable right now. Well, that's why we're getting the next season, which is coming out now, Digimon Try. True sequel to Adventure. <laughs> oh, is that what Try stands for? I, okay. can, I, I don't know if season's the right word for a miniseries. Well, the plan, I think, at the moment is for four movies in Japanese theaters, which are being split up into four episodes each. Ah, the which Futurama six, treatment. Yeah, so it's yeah. going to be, I think, 16 episodes long total, which, you know, is, it's a that's a standard length for an anime. Yeah, it's, it's 16 also, episodes. Honestly, I, that's fine. I don't mind that. It's just the fact that it's weird when you actually watch the episodes without, yeah. without knowing it's a movie, because I forgot about that Strangely part. paced. Yeah, because some episodes will just end like, oh, and it ends. Like, that's the end of the episode. Mm. Like, oh, what? <laughs> I, I watched the first three in, like, a day. And then I had to go take off and do something for, like, two days. And I didn't get to watch the last one until I came back. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird because the third episode just kind of ends on a nothing. Yeah. But then you watch the fourth episode and it ends on, like, the hypest fucking moment ever. Yeah, like, ends at the climax of the battle. Like, yeah. <laughs> and also, like, some of the editing and, like, I guess, I I hesitate to use the word, but I guess it works. Cinematography is weird how they frame some shots. Mm. Like, they'll just be establishing shots of, like, oh, here's a scene of a battle, and, like, they'll show you, like, oh, here's another establishing shot, like, after the battle, 
but it'll be like the camera, you know, I say in air quotes, is like positioned behind a fence looking through the bars and you don't see any of the characters in shot and they'll come yeah. back to it again, like within five seconds. It's hmm. really, yeah. It is, I did I did like Try though. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, it's, even if you've only watched the dub, um, the English adaptation, it's still like pretty heavy nostalgia fest. Yeah. Also, Izzy uh, creates a whole amazing program to try on clothes oh because he's socially awkward. The clothes? Oh, I remember watching that <laughs> and it's got like, oh yeah, it picks the right clothes for me. And there's one Izzy... of the options is like a lobster costume. Yeah, because Izzy, <laughs> Izzy is too awkward to go shopping and talking to retail salespeople. So he invented a program for him to just browse online through clothing and not just like look at sizing, but calculate the sizing and fit for every piece of clothing and put it on a virtual model of himself and have it represented in, like, a huge graph. I have to be completely honest. He, like, designed one for every situation he would need a set of clothes. Like, yeah. this is your formal wear, <laughs> this is your casual wear, this here's, is your sports wear. Here's your lobster I have costume. to be honest. If that <laughs> if that uh, program existed and I could use it, I absolutely would. No, yeah. I hate clothes shopping. Yeah, same. It would be great, but that's the thing. Like, it's kind of terrifying that... Oh man, I just wouldn't leave the house to buy stuff. Like that'd be you great. Mean, Izzy is supposed to be like sixteen at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, and I there was yeah. he could honestly like sell so much of like his patented software for so much money. Were you guys aware of just how many Digimon games were actually made? Okay, I think you mentioned briefly. There's a lot. There's a lot. I've got a list here of just the ones on like. Just the main story ones, because a lot of them are in the Digimon story, or Digimon World, like that's what it's called, Digimon World, Digimon Story. Uh, there's about 20 of those, uh, and then there's all the spin-offs, like the, the fighting games that came out, the card, oh digital card games, and holy shit, the list goes on. Because, like, okay, do the actual, like... Virtual pet, like, handheld devices kind of games in this list? No, these are... Oh, this God! This list starts with uh, Digimon, Digital Monster version S. Which Wait, came it out starts the, with that? Which came out on the Saturn in 1998. It starts with something called version S. Yeah, well, version, version S for the Saturn, I assume. You can't then, start something and call it version S. Like, Digimon I, fuck did. that. Oh. Well, Pokemon started because with version got, red and version green, no, I mean... Yeah, but that, ma- that makes sense, because like, that's color-coding, at least. Version S implies something else. Well, it's because uh, a couple months later, uh, Digital Monster version Wonderswan came out. Oh, okay. Which I assume is the same game, but on the Wonderswan rather than on the Saturn. I don't know if you could have. I don't know if you could have the same game on the Wonder Swan and the Saturn because those are pretty incompatible platforms. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm trying uh, to yeah. think which one did I have on the Wonder Swan? It was a black and white. If one. If you got that. it from Hong Kong, did you? Because I, yeah, that's the only place I can imagine I would have gotten it. It from. says here that there was on the Wonder Swan in Japan. They put out two games, sort of like a Pokemon split: Cathode Tamer and Anode Tamer. I and have exclusively for the Wonderswan color, they put it out as the same game in Hong Kong. Well, just for Hong Kong. Mine was I black have... and white, so I don't oh. know. So you might have one of those two originals. Yeah, I have uh, run across those. I've run across those somewhere. I'm not going to say exactly where, and I've been considering trying to figure them out. 
but I don't think there's English translations of them. I don't... There might be a fan patch, but it's probably incomplete, which is really awkward because the character in, like, Cathode Anode Team again, actually pretty important. Yeah, doesn't he show up in, like, some of the shows? Oh, uh, yeah! In Adventure 2, it never gets explained in the show, but he's basically, like, Ken's origin story. Yeah. And he goes into the digital world with this other guy named Rio. Yeah, he's, just, that, he's just seen and, like, meant, like, I don't yeah, even mention that like, much. You see, like, the back of his head in one scene, basically. He's also in the movie as but well. Then, yes, and then he turns up in Tamers. Yeah. He is, a, like, a reasonably big character in Tamers. It's the same character. Wait, how, do, how does that work? Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> in Tamers, <laughs> the first two shows are, there are TV, TV shows. shows. Yes. Well, like, the whole deal with him in Tamers was that he was, like, a Digimon, like, in that universe card player who was super fucking good and was, like, a world champion, and then he disappeared... Yeah, and it could he, be, like, assumed he somehow ended up in the other fictional realities version of the Digi-World where he met Ken, and then he came out the other side into that world because he's seen well, in, in the real world in the movie as one of the kids sending the emails at the end. Yeah. And then as far he as comes I'm back aware, to the Tamer. As far as I'm aware, the story of his game is that after they beat Apoclamon, uh... And all the kids go back to the real world. Mm-hmm. Agumon gives him Ty's Digivice. And he goes into the digital world. And he has to fight some evil Digimon that, like, explodes. And that's where the dark spores in Adventure 2 come from. Is the Digimon he beats, oh, right. yeah, like, explodes spore... into these yeah. spores that infect Ken. That's and that's right. Ken's origin. Cause... So he's basically, like, was he the fucking Scott Bakula from Quantum Leap of Digimon? Basically. <laughs> like, or, no. He's all actually, over no, the place. He's more like sliders. Yeah, a bit more <laughs> like sliders. He's just all over the place. Like, it's so weird. He's the only link, other than that Cross Wars sequel, between Tamers and Adventure. It's and so weird. <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, and all. And that whole link is relegated to... Some like really obscure video game. Well, they probably weren't that obscure in like, Japan. To Japan. But... Yeah, yeah. A game, a video game exclusive to Japan, and like a one half second shot of the back of his head. I love this franchise so much. <laughs> oh, <it's... laughs> there's so much stuff about. You know that there were audio dramas for Digimon. No, what? What? In Japan, they put out CD audio dramas for this show. Holy shit. Oh my god. I know what I'm um, doing later this weekend. <laughs> uh, they were never translated, but there are English transcriptions. Okay. I gotta find out what the names are. Hold on. Okay, I, I so struggle I struggle with, like, subtitled, st- like, watching subtitled stuff. I don't know if I could handle listening to an audio drama and following a script Neither could I, in another language. Like, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, there's That's so fucking... many of them. Because <laughs> I, I know, like, other... Um, sometimes a lot of manga, before they get adapted to anime, they have audio drama CDs, but this is fucking Yeah, there's, like, like... There's one here. I think this might be the first one. Uh, Digimon Adventure Original Story. Two and a half year break. <laughs> uh, 
It was it's a, a bit of a literal title. Yeah. Uh, it focuses on, fancy enough, the two and a half years between Digimon Adventure and Digimon Adventure 2. Shit, you don't say. <laughs> Digimon uh, Hiatus Edition. <laughs> yeah, so a time, a time that got was... seven tracks on it. One for... There's like, each one focuses on one character. Okay. So there's one for Ty, one for Joe, one for Sora, one for Izzy, one for Mimi, and one for Matt. I guess. But get fucked, TK and Carl. Yeah, let's say, like... I guess because they're in the show. Yeah, that's more. true. More. Eh. But, yeah. There's others. I can't find them right now. Um, I had a list of them. I don't know where I put it. I think there's, there's yeah, there's another one for Adventure 2, which is, like, set after Adventure 2, but before Try. Oh, I th- yeah, this one's... There's one called Digimon Adventure 02 Original Story. Again, Original Story. Uh, 2003 to Spring is what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. It's, it's weird. Uh, uh, apparently there's another one called The Door into Summer. <laughs> okay, now that's that's like an actual title. Yeah, I can, get, I can get on board with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this one doesn't have original story. It's a Digimon Adventure 02 Drama CD, The Door into Summer. There's one called so, Digimon... Yeah. Digimon Adventure 02 Drama CD Yamato Shida Tegami Letter which is about like mm-hmm. I guess yeah it's about Matt and Gabumon because the, the cover for the CD is pretty great I'll link it here uh, probably might find a way to show our audience at some point but this is a banging CD cover that I'm into for uh, the audience at home it's a black and white cover with seagulls oh, in the background awesome. while Matt is wearing like a hooded cloak with his guitar strapped around his back and Gabumon looking up at him that, yeah, I would I would buy that album. Yeah, that is pretty cool. That's rad. <laughs> that is what like oh man, what's it about? I assume it's about Matt and like Sora. I no, I think it's about like an well, it says an unnamed girl left Matt and shenaniganry happens. I don't know. Friggin', there's so there's a heap of these. Like apparently there was like a 3D animated short. Shown at the Toei Animation Festival <laughs> about Digimon like racing each other. Okay. Um. God, there's so many of these. Man, just a wealth of content that we just were denied. Armor Evolution to the Unknown. Yeah, that's another a one. Bad track name. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, oh, this sounds wonderful. The first track on it is about Davis on Valentine's Day. Okay. Yay, the yes, Davis's love life, the like best part of Adventure Two. Oh, <laughs> Davis hitting on Kari constantly. <sighs> I like Davis, but man, I did not like Davis. He was. I did not like him either. <laughs> okay, I, mostly I, mean, because I mostly liked Vimon. He was partners with Vimon, and I could not stand Vimon's voice. I I liked Vimon. He was all right when I he liked, liked. I liked Vimon's Digivolutions. Yeah, I didn't like. I, I didn't say. like Vimon. Like, Flamedramon's voice is rad, because... Yeah, he's, like, that... Flamedramon is the epitome of Red Ranger Digimon, actually. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) He's got the the voice, he's got the attitude. (laughs) Who was his voice? I think he was voiced by Steve Blum. I wouldn't be surprised. I think he actually was. Yeah. Yeah, Stephen Blum. Voiced Flamedramon. How about that? (laughs) Yep, that that, that explains a lot. Yeah, yeah, uh, Stephen Bloom doing Gilmon is weird because he does it without any voice modulation whatsoever. 
And Gilmon's voice is so... Yeah, it's... I love Gilmon. Gilmon. Like, it's so hard to fucking... That is incredible. I've practiced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um... Yeah, it's weird as well, because I've mentioned this on other shows, like, that the voice actor for Jedi appears a lot in early Saban... Uh, like live action yeah. Tokusatsu shows, and it's super weird hearing him as a villain. It's like, oh, what? No, Jedi, no. <laughs> well, I've noticed that a lot. People were looking up the because Saban was the one who did the dub for Digimon. Yep. Oh, so there's a lot of the voice work for Digimon was done by people who were also in Power Rangers. Oh, okay. Because this was only like five, six years after Mighty Morphin came out. It yeah. was it, uh, Digimon started around the same time In Space was airing. That yeah, sounds about right. That was kind of a big year for me as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so should so we get that to was, the... It was big for me too, because yeah, I'm a bit younger than you guys, so it was all <laughs> big for me. You want to jump into the episode now? Yeah, I think it's time we actually jumped into the actual... Like, yeah, the, the yeah let's actually we... talk about the, the thing yeah. that we're doing this podcast for. And the, the, the you know, actual digi- Digimon media we've seen. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, rather than the stuff that's exclusive to Japan and makes no sense. So this is... Episode 1, and so it begins. Oh, God. I remember as a kid, that was a really epic title for a show. I mean, it's sort of like, now I look at it and go, yeah, what sort of shit are we getting into? Rather than it being like, amazing epicness stuff. Yeah, and so it begins kind of takes on a world-weary tone when you're an adult. (laughs) So it just kind of starts out with like, well, first of all, let's talk about the intro. Which, I think everyone agrees that the Digimon theme is fucking incredible. It's really, it's good. It's still good I to this love day. It. <laughs> the one thing I don't like is that it kind of spoils what the Digivolutions look like. No, but like you kind of want to know anyway. You, I know, kids but are I mean, patient. well, the, the big yeah, reveal the... with Angemon was so fucking epic. And like, yeah, I, I think being really disappointed when they had the <laughs> second lost... intro. Yeah, that's true. And there was, like, that split-second shot of Magna Angemon. That's right, yeah. And, can't, and that was such a fucking hype moment, even though it's, like, the third time it happened. I think <laughs> I think Digimon's whole thing, though, really isn't about, like, surprising you with reveals, and it's way more about trying to preemptively hype you up for things that it's going to show you later. Yeah. So it's like, hey, look at all this cool stuff that we're going to show you eventually. The Angemon was so blatant that I have no idea how I didn't recognize it when I was a kid. <laughs> There is a scene later on where TK is looking at a painting of an angel, and he goes, oh, it's an angel, how cool. And Padamon's like, what's an angel, TK? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Padamon, (laughs) when you get big and strong, like someday. (laughs) Yeah, Padamon, let's be honest, kind of gets screwed over a lot with his digi-evolutions. Yeah, he he takes Padamon's digi-evolutions. No, 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 I'm not talking in terms of quality, I'm talking in terms of like, frequency and ability well yeah, well, yeah like, like he doesn't start turning into angemon until like regularly until like halfway through the show yeah which to be fair like they counteract that a bit by making him like ridiculously powerful compared to the others so like angemon <laughs> is as strong as angewoman who like is There's a, a whole player. stage yeah. higher yeah it's yeah, like, the whole thing is that because i think so they explain it in the show at some point where it's like because they constantly go up against evil Digimon. 
that Angemon as a holy Digimon or something just has sort of like a natural advantage over them. Yeah, it's, yeah. he's got the type effectiveness, sure. Yeah. But... He's got turn undead. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in, Angemon is a cleric. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so we start out and it's like Tai narrating from the digital world. Yeah, I'd kind of forgotten that he did this at first. That yeah, the the sense is that like he's narrating from some point in the future that we'll eventually catch up to, but then they drop it. So yeah, I I remember when I rewatched it recently, I thought I'd pick up on it. I never really paid much attention. I don't know when he's supposed to be narrating from. Like my best guess for this would be like when they go back or when he gets sent back to the real world, like him telling That's Kari what I was about thinking. it. Like maybe. Like, right before they fight Edamon, because he's in, like, a desert to start off with. Or is that supposed to be the Earth? No, that's that's the Earth, because he's talking, apparently, yeah. and this is talking another thing that kind of gets, like, glossed over. Like, it seems like it's going to be a big plot point, and then turns out to be nothing. But, yeah, apparently, like, right before they get uh, taken to the digital world, like, there's all these natural disasters happening well, all over. It does floods come up again. And deserts. And... It comes up again for when he goes back to... Tokyo for like a day right yeah but that's the thing like they talk about it there like it's this big problem and then but then nothing ever comes nothing of comes of it they come back to earth and everything's fine yeah it's really weird so it's global like warming's change. a myth okay <laughs> yeah he's talking about climate change how pla- apparently places are being flooded with oceans like chocolate sauce which is going to be the weirdest yeah, I is, is I want to. I need to look. Or is it just because the water in this animation is see, brown and they see? That's to, like... my that's my theory. I want to see what the uh, like the subtitles for the Japanese version say with that because I feel like when they were translating this, they saw the crappy animation. It's like, well, that water is really brown. We should probably explain that. Yeah, like, not just know shit. that dirty water is brown. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Hmm. But, yeah, he didn't care about any of that, because apparently Ty was sleeping in a tree at summer camp. Yep. Can we can we talk about the summer camp for a second? I don't know about <laughs> you guys, but I've never been to a summer camp that has, like, a 10-year age range to it. Yeah. Because yeah, Kari was supposed to go to summer camp. Yep. Yeah. With TK. Kari yep. and TK, I think they're supposed to both, yeah, supposed to both be, like, seven or eight. Something yep. like that, yeah. Um, the... That's one thing, the ages, apparently. I checked on the wiki. Apparently the ages in the English version were changed, and they make no sense. Well, like, uh, Izzy's so, younger, isn't he? He's like 12, I want to say. Yeah, well, in the Japanese, apparently, Tai, Matt, and Sora are all 11. Okay. <laughs> Mimi is 10. Yep. Izzy is 10. Mm-hmm. Joe is 12, because he's the oldest. Mm-hmm. TK is 7, and Kari is 8. That's what the wiki said they were in Japanese. Okay. Yeah. In English, Ty and Matt are 10. What? Uh, Sora is 11. <laughs> Mimi is 9. Izzy is 9. Joe is 11. TK is still 7. But Kari is apparently 9. Which would what? make Mimi, Izzy, and Kari the same age. That that's makes no most, sense. Which is not right. But because also, that's the most arbitrary change. That doesn't affect anything. I know. But it's very clear that TK and Kari are supposed to be the same age because they're in class together. Yeah. Like, I can I can get why they to be the same age, but I can get why Izzy they made Izzy like young because he's short. Mm. But man, I don't like why would Mimi be the same age as like 
Izzy and Kari. Like, there's no way Mimi and Kari are the same age. Yeah. No. At all. Well, Kari and is very like clearly they aren't. the height of everyone else in the show. Except well, and very Kari. clearly they aren't when you get to season two. Yeah. When they're all. Yeah, well, they're like in like junior high. They're in high school. And, well, Mimi goes to America, which apparently means you wear a shirt with a star on it and put well, glitter in your hair. Yeah, when you live that's in That's what I'm wearing what right now. Like, come on. Get with the times, Tyler. Come on. <laughs> Shit. So, yeah, he was slacking off in a tree. And then it started just like a snowstorm. In summer. Which, in July, which, I mean, being from the Southern Hemisphere, probably not that So they're living me, on the Eastern uh, Front during World War Two, apparently. Like. <laughs> so it starts snowing, and they start, like, introducing all the characters. Which, introductions are kind of weird. Yeah. Like, this is I think, I think for this... She's okay for a girl? What the fuck does that mean, I mean, Ty? it's from his perspective as Ty, like... As a yeah, and if he's like what ten, like that's a <laughs> that's within it's not reason good, but for it that makes age. Sense, like yeah, for yeah. that sort of kid, and also like at least it's consistent with the rest of Ty's character even later in the oh, movie. Man. Like Ty he's... is such a jerk later on in the show. <laughs> he doesn't understand like people's feelings sometimes. <laughs> not at all. Especially I remember when they go to the fucking Edamon arc. He is like the biggest asshole. Oh, he yeah. he for, is like, an no absolute reason. like. Jackass. He is a jerk. Mm-hmm. And so we get like you know Matt is too cool. I mean, <laughs> that's fair enough. Matt yeah, I mean, he his really, shirt doesn't I have sleeves. I remember really liking yeah. Matt as a kid. Same. And I watched it now, and I go, I do not like this guy. Yeah, Matt's kind of. Oh a dork. no. <laughs> he's it's, like, it's the it's the Tommy Oliver syndrome all over super again. <laughs> overprotective of TK, like which I get, like, but also to like, an annoying degree. Yeah. Weirdly enough, I go back and watch the show, and Izzy's now my favorite. Yeah, oh, Izzy's that's what I was great. Gonna say. I remember really not liking Izzy because he was like a dork and the nerd, and no one liked him. Yeah, see, that's exactly why but I loved him Izzy's as a kid. I, I cool. identified with him, <laughs> but he's super cool. Like, it's not yeah, the fact that he's just smart, but he's also like the most logical long and Joe. He also just kind of cheats. Yeah, like, yeah. He just he straight up hacks into the digital world. <laughs> It, it's stupid. So yeah, we get Izzy should have gone to computer camp. Um, he says that in such a jerky way. It's like it's the nineties, and Izzy is nine years old, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> again, it fits his character, but it's still a jerky thing to yeah. say. Uh, Mimi, guess her favorite color, and because she wears bright pink, just like all the time. oh, <laughs> that dress of Mimi's. I don't understand it. Like, what is it supposed to be? Well. Okay, it's the really funny thing in anime with um, their perception of Americans and America. It's automatically cowboys and Western. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's because she moves to America later on. I'm guessing that she's supposed to be, like, in on American fashion. Yeah. And, and she's wearing, like, a Western dress. It's weird because, I like, it's played upon in other anime, uh, early in the Digimon especially. Like, with characters from America, they would just play, like, honky-tonk music. As their theme song, <laughs> and which later becomes a weird wraparound with dubbing, where characters from like um who have like different dialects uh in Japan to translate that to dubs, they just make those characters super southern. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay, that's weird. <laughs> Whatever works, I yeah. guess. So you know, 
we introduce everyone. So TK is Matt's dopey little brother, mm-hmm. which accurate. I don't understand his his hat. <laughs> what the fuck is his hat? TK's hat? Yeah. It, it, it's like a turban, but not. I always like interpret it as like a helmet. I always figured yeah. he was one of those kids who had to wear a helmet all the time. <laughs> he is that kind of kid, but needs to protect his head. But he always wears hats later on. Like yeah. he wears hats in Adventure Two as well. Like you see him without it on. It's like solid. It's not like cloth. And then we have Joe, who's the most normally dressed person. <laughs> I like Joe because he is like. He has the most logical reactions to everything. He acts. That he reacts exactly like a kid in the situation would. He's yeah, worried yeah. about getting in trouble. Everyone He's worried else about his acts parents. Acts like a kid in an anime. Joe mm-hmm. acts like a kid who got transported to a magical world with talking monsters. <laughs> he, I love Joe. He is amazing. I love that he, just the fact that he's a digidescent of responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently in Japanese, the word is it sort of translates to like faith. So, okay. like, to have faith in that someone. That makes sense with his... To rely on someone. That makes sense with his crest resembling a cross, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's not so much responsibility as he's someone you can rely on. Yeah, there's yeah, no that's... way There's no way they could have gone with the faith angle in, uh, yeah, in yeah. the American dub. Despite, well, I mean... Despite Debbie Mon and the, Yeah, the devil turns up. Um... <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> oh, but see, it's, it's a monster, so it's different. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so then, you know, it starts snowing even harder, and we get this really weird transition from Ty's narration, where he says, so the canoe races were cancelled, and then it cuts straight to dialogue of him talking, and he says, so we get toboggan races instead. Like, I feel like in anything else, that would be a smart transition, like a clever way. It's just, just weird. But yeah, in here it's just so sudden. Yeah, I mean... Did everyone else hear his narration? Like, <laughs> what's going on? I I would assume the implication is that like it's a like a wraparound line or a, like a crossover line where he's narrating it, but yeah. he also said it in the show. But they don't actually show him talking before that, so there's no like visual sense of that. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. But you know, to kids, they didn't you know, so pick kids, up on that. But still, the kids will run out into the snow because. Yeah. TK is excited. Matt's overprotective mm-hmm. already. <laughs> no, Izzy, as the most relatable one, um, yes, is upset because his internet's out. Because he can't get infrared internet. <laughs> Which, I mean... How long has it been since you've heard the term infrared internet? I fucking love you, Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So, yeah, then the sky turns into an aurora. Mm-hmm. Which... Izzy... Con- Immediately says, that can't be the Aurora. You'd see that in Alaska. We're too far south. That's exactly how I would react. But you can see there is literally an Aurora in the sky right now. Right, but yeah, but he's a, but Izzy is a pedant, so it's not (laughs) the Aurora, (laughs) even though it's an an Aurora. Aurora. Yes. (laughs) So then the Aurora has like this green whirlpool swirly thing and like, rocks shoot out of it that land in the snow near the kids and then they turn into like float up in front of them you think by now one of them would have thought to just really run off and grab one of the teachers like yeah like one of the camp supervisors <laughs> surely they had someone is this on the program like, are we supposed to see this green swell in yeah. the sky 
I do like in this shot though how the digivices float up in front of them. Joe almost loses his. Yeah, I I caught that too. Away. Like, what would happen if he just would, didn't catch that? I was wondering that too. Is it just going to keep going up in the sky forever? Eventually, <laughs> like, it leaves Joe just orbit. Did not get to be a Digidestiny now. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Yeah, that's already that's the first test. Are you coordinated? Because you're going to need that in the Digi world. And then. So like, what are they? Izzy says they look like miniature remote digital apparatus. Which again, I love again, you, Izzy. It's like some real <laughs> Billy speak up in here. Yeah, already. Like, who's the Blue um, Ranger? Hmm. And then like a giant fucking tidal wave just appears. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No explanation. And Ty's just like surfs up, guys, and then <laughs> it like zooms in on the tidal wave. And then it, like, splits in half and turns sideways. Yeah. See, and then all the kids are falling into it. It's... What? How? <laughs> I think we're like, asking a lot of... The wave doesn't well, pick them up. It's just... It zooms in, turns sideways, and splits in half, and then the kids are just, like, falling yeah, into and then it. it turns into, and then it turns into a series of rejected Microsoft screensavers. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, electrical circuits and, like... 2001 style flashing lights. I, I kind of love it. It's pretty it's, cool. It's cool, but what the fuck? <laughs> I remember when I was a kid thinking, are they ever going to explain what that tidal wave was? Uh, they don't. I mean, it's just the digi portal, apparently. They're surfing the web? There's, but that's not the internet, <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in Digimon where. They, I think they assume that the visual, like, effects are enough on their own. They don't have to explain them. They don't have to actually have any <laughs> literal sense. It's just, okay, we'll show some flashy stuff, and then they're in the digital world. People will connect the dots. Yeah. Again, like, as kids, I think we pretty much ate that up. I mean, it was always awesome. Yeah. I really want to know what it was. <laughs> yeah, no, even, even back in the day, like, I was looking for connections to stuff, and I was really disappointed yeah. when it would and hint you at... You do get to see the wave again when they go back to the real world for the first time, but still, no explanation as to how it picked them up in the first place. Whatever. Maybe, maybe I was just a dumb kid then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we all were. So anyway, Ty wakes up after whatever... With a big pink blob on his chest calling out his name. Uh, I mean, it's Coromon. I think we've all been room. there. Yeah, like, you, yeah. Have a, you have a bender, you wake up with a pink blob on your chest, and oh god. Like... Yeah, so Ty, <laughs> you know, normally flips out and just goes, what the hell's going on? Coromon's Understandable like, I'm your friend, reaction. I'm your friend, I'm your friend. It's like, you are a pink blob with ears and teeth. And you yeah. somehow know, and you somehow know my name? <laughs> yeah, as you know his name. I will Coromon say that, like, says that Coromon's design is super cute. Oh, all the baby Digimon are cute. Like, they did a really good job with that. Yeah. <laughs> but Coromon says he's been waiting for Ty, and that they're partners. But that that is also incredibly creepy. Yeah. Not, well, yeah, but that line has also got really weird pauses in it, because mm -hmm. of the, like, lip-syncing with the dubbing. He goes, and we're partners! <laughs> like, uh, right. So then, Coromon's, you know, I'm Coromon. And mm -hmm. he's like, that means talking head? He goes, no, <laughs> it means brave little warrior. <laughs> um, conflicting stories, I'm getting here. And we get the first introduction sequence for that they use for Digimon pretty much from here on out, where it has, like, 
just a shot of them, and then completely untranslated Japanese all over the place. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, as a kid, um, I just thought that was like some... I thought it was just language. like Digimon language. Yeah, same. Yep. Which actually comes up later on where there's a note in Japanese and someone says it's Digicode. Yeah. <laughs> which is yeah, don't, don't try to explain to kids that Digicode like, Japanese exists. Digicode actually does come up and is like its own language. Yeah, for as good as the show was about not anglifying a lot, it still did that occasionally, just yeah, to this, avoid explanation. Basically, it's Jelly Donut of Digimon. It's be- it's better than Jelly Donut, but not a- by a huge margin. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like a lie by omission. It's not quite the same as just yeah. overtly lying, but it's still and, not like good. Like I said, it is weird because the uh, Digicode does turn up, and it is like its own Digimon language that they find, and yeah... But yeah, eventually they do come out that they're Japanese and they're kind of cool with it. I think they just decided that trying to adapt the whole <laughs> thing, <wouldn't> <laughs> like Phoenix Wright style, just wouldn't work. Yeah, well, and I nice. guess I'll give them I'll give them credit. Like back in the like turn of the millennium or whatever you want to call it, like going the extra mile to try and translate all the like visual text and something like that would mm. probably be more work than they had budget for. Yeah, especially with the budget I assume this show was working on. Because well, it was a Saban, it was a Saban venture, so I'm guessing that budget was like nothing. Well, Saban just did the translation. The show was by Toei, I think. Well, yeah, but that's that's kind of what I mean. Like they, Saban was doing the translation. They wouldn't have had the resources to go in and edit. Like, yeah, the Saban budget video. is basically someone brings home like from their home like a piggy <laughs> bank like and then just VHS. smashes it open, and then that's the budget. Like. Get like get like one person who studied VHS. Get like one person who took like two Japanese classes in high school to try and give you a sense of what's going on and all this stuff. And yeah, and then you know the rest, and then any surplus budget is like Saban himself probably just swiping a a tip jar from a place. (laughs) (laughs) Put the writers out in front of the studio and have them panhandle. Probably a swear uh, jar from another studio. Ty eventually <laughs> gets the idea to ask Coromon how the fuck he knew his name. Good question to ask. Which would have been one of the first questions I asked after what the fuck are you? Um, but he gets interrupted by Izzy, who's got Motimon following him. Oh, Motimon's so cool. Oh, Motimon's hilarious. <laughs> but was, then yeah, when cool Ty butler. sees Motimon, he just kind of like throws Coromon. Yeah, kind He's of. like, and just like... Yeah, to, to describe, in case any of the listeners don't, haven't actually seen... Digimon, uh, Koromon is just a pink ball with ears coming off of it and a mouth. Modimon looks like one of those, um, paper sheet ghosts, or, uh, uh, cloth sheet ghosts. Yeah, a little bit. Kind of. He has, like, tentacle legs, though. He, he also looks like, um, if anyone's played, like, Dragon Quest, sort of, like, or, like, oh, no, actually, um, the slime's from Zelda Wind Waker, he actually looks like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can see like that. Like a chew from Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's basically just, like, yeah, like, imagine the paper sheet ghost, but more of, like, slime jelly legs and, like, a couple of yep. arms well, we get, outside. We do end up getting, like, literal paper sheet ghosts. Yes. <laughs> That's true, yes. <laughs> they, they turn up. But, yeah, so then, Izzy, once again, with more Izzy speak, I believe those miniature remote digital gadgets have taken on an actual life form. Oh god, it is, it's exactly the same as Billy on Power Rangers, oh my god. It is. Oh, it's so good. But the thing, like, at least, when Billy speaks in Power Rangers, it's complete, utter, garbled it's nonsense. It's bullshit. Yeah, with Izzy, it's more just, he's explaining things in the most, like, roundabout way possible. It still makes it's sense, but just... It's how just how Izzy talks. For every word, he uses ten. 
I, I can't remember where I was reading. I was reading a backstory thing about why all the kids were at the camp together. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Izzy was friends with Ty because he needed to have like a a physical activity component in his school <laughs> classes. So he joined Ty's soccer team, but like completely sucked at it. Okay, and that's yeah. how he met okay. Ty. I can buy that. Yeah, that's fine. And that that would be how he met Sora too, because Sora's on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Ty wants to know, you know, where's Digiworld because they're going on about it. you're in the digital well, world now. And that's a that's a pretty reasonable like that's a reasonable that's a, thing. Actually apparently, pretty intelligent thing for a ten year old to think about. It's like Izzy okay, doesn't get... give a shit because he just wants to know what the digital world is, rather than, you know, where are we? Uh Which... Ty climbs a tree. Because <laughs> he likes climbing trees. Well uh, he's got he has, he's got a spyglass, he's trying he to get a lay of the land. That's yeah. It's reasonable. Uh, he, he sees the ocean and goes, what's that doing there? Um, I mean, kind of a fair question. <laughs> I assume they were kind of just in the middle of nowhere in Japan. Yeah, just in the countryside. Yeah, he sees the ocean and some mountains. Uh, and then somehow Coromon climbs the tree. Um, <laughs> he doesn't have legs for anyone who hasn't seen what he looks like. He's literally just a pink ball. He's got good bounce height. Yeah, he can bounce and he can like grab on the things with his ears. Uh, Ty's now like super casual with Coromon. <laughs> like, they've been pals for like five minutes. Like, they're all over it. So yeah. then Ty sees a giant bug monster flying towards him. And it's the first big bad enemy. Oh, I fucking He's... love Kuagamon. He's Kuagamon. He's like a giant beetle monster. <laughs> Yeah, he's basically he just just take a beetle, add some like extra lines to him, and make him look somehow menace more menacing. And yeah, there you go. And yeah, like yeah, he, he looks is... like a Power Rangers villain. Yeah, yeah. he is a really yeah. really cool design. I really like Kuagamon's design. He straight up almost cuts Ty in half. Yep. <laughs> Ty only survives by like flopping away, which yeah, and then yeah. It's really weird. So this, watching this episode, like having seen the entire show many, many times, it feels kind of weird because it definitely doesn't flow like a normal episode. They spend almost the entire episode just running away from this thing because they literally can't fight it. Yeah, this, yeah. this episode's really like really fast paced. Yeah, it pretty much just throws you like headfirst into the entire world. And so just, after. Like, after Kuagamon flies past, Modimon's like, he's one seriously bad Digimon. And Izzy just has, like, the best, like, that's just great. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's sick of this shit already. Izzy has, like, honestly, looking back on it, some of the best sardonic and sarcastic, like, smarmy lines. Yeah. <laughs> Izzy's great. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so uh, Kuagamon, like, circles around and comes back for another go at Tai. And Koromon jumps off the tree, spit some pink bubbles in, like, where Quagamon's eyes er, should be, Would but be. Doesn't have aren't. Eyes. No, and he's just yet, on the faceplate. Yeah, yeah, and yet somehow that seems to, like, obscure his vision, because he, like, kind of freaks out and, like, crashes into the he tree. Just, he just, like, screams, but then, like, punts Coromon away. I'll say this, like, to be fair, it hurts getting dust in our eyes, and that's tiny. Yeah, that's true. Just, like and like, like bubbles are like bubbles. soap, so it does is kind of an irritant, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it's like slippy bubble. Slimy but then bubbles, like, like 
Ty falls out of the tree <laughs> and lands directly on his head from like 20 feet up. God. It's completely fine. Yeah, of course. Well, it's he's cushioned by all that <laughs> hair, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kuagamon takes another pass because he just really fucking hates trees. <laughs> and Modimon's like, quick, we'll go in here. And he goes, like, inside of a tree? Like, they pass through it? Yeah, it's like a platform nine and three quarters thing. Yeah, oh, they, yeah. like, go through the side of it, and then it's, like, solid metal inside. And I... it's like, what kind of tree is this? And Modimon <laughs> just goes, it's a hiding tree, silly. So, so my personal, like, headcanon for all of this nonsense is that... Somebody made the digital world, like somebody in the real world made the digital world, and they were in the process of like, you know, populating with all this stuff, but they either lost interest or got lazy halfway through. So there's a bunch of unfinished assets and like, you know, environments that they'd started but hadn't finished. And over time, the like creatures living there just came up with reasons for these things to exist. So what you're saying is this world was built using like a free trial version of Speed Tree. Exactly. <laughs> the trial the trial ran out while he was still like <laughs> rendering the trees and so you've got some that are just empty so there's shells. No, there's no collision model, so <laughs> anyway, uh Sora calls an all clear from outside. Uh and has Yokomon with her, who says she is enchanted to meet friends of Sora. Kind of a Weird. Intro. I actually really like the different personalities they establish for the Digimon straight away. It's really weird though because they have different personalities depending what stage they're in. Like, yeah, yeah, Sudamon, that that always weirded later is really different to Gabumon. True. That really weirded me out. It's like, what kind of identity identity crisis would it be being a Digimon and like just randomly changing personalities at like and the drop of that, a hat? That comes up bigger in Tamers when uh, Rio, the guy from those games we were talking about, turns up, and he has an ultimate level Digimon. I want to say called Cyberdramon. Yep. Who is like fucking feral, and he has to like have it on a leash. He actually whips him. Yeah, he has like a whip with his Digivice. Uh, but then he, like, regresses into just, like, his rookie stage, and he's, like, super nice and chill. Man, that's <laughs> like, what suck. the fuck? <laughs> so when you get stronger, you turn into a dickhead? Great. Um, no, no, we're not gonna touch on that. <laughs> that's, that's too much package. <laughs> oh, then, boy. <laughs> yeah, Yokomon's there, and Yokomon is, she's like a flower head? She's an oddish. Yeah, she's yes. basically oddish. And Ty says she looks kind of like a radish, which... Yeah, you, okay. Like, I'd, I'd say more of an onion, personally, but... Anyway, so, then yeah. then Tokomon runs through. Oh, I God, Tokomon. Tokomon. He is <laughs> fucking adorable. Until he's not! Until he opens his <laughs> mouth! <laughs> we'll get to that. So that Tokomon is amazing, and he calls out for TK. Tokomon is basically like... He chases after him. He looks like... A cartoon pug with like the colon three cat oh, face. So good. Like, I love so I, I always thought yeah, I always thought he was supposed to be some sort of rabbit thing as a kid. Yeah. He's like he's like a rabbit mini pig. Yeah, pretty much. With no snout um, though. With no snout. Yeah. It's like a flat face. Mm-hmm. Um and then Matt follows in, he's carrying Sunomon. Now Sunomon's the one I really like. Sunomon yeah, he's like cool. he's just got like a giant knife on his head. <laughs> yep. Like, <laughs> 
Let's be well, real. The, the thing that really struck me about Sunamon is he's the first one that's not, like, pinkish. Like, he's orange. Yeah, he has color. He's orange. He's not just a pink blob. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, hello, you appear to be pleasant. Yeah, he <laughs> speaks really, he speaks really formally and kind of, I think he's supposed to be kind of shy because he like, he's, like, he blushing. Like blushes, yeah. Uh, and then Tika has, like, a snuggle with Tokemon, which is so cute. <laughs> and then we see Joe running away screaming. Uh, he's being chased by Bukamon, who is like a floating dragon, like dragonfish. Like to be, thing. I I would probably have had Bukemon's the same reaction weird. as Joe there because like he looks kind yeah. of like a demon, I guess. He's I being chased by a floating dragon monster. Like, yeah, Bukamon looks the most like an actual predatory animal out of the, this place. Yeah. Even though he's probably, like, the chillest of all the <laughs> in-training Digimon. Yeah. I love Pokemon. Uh, Joe, you know, is the only one who's actually fucking afraid of the creepy talking monsters. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, you know, the Digimon all, like, what are you guys? And they say, we're Digimon. I like, well, Digimon I like, monsters. I like Joe's response. I like Joe's response because he's like, why are you guys, don't you see this, why are you guys yeah. just standing there? Don't you think this hanging off me? Don't you see those other ones standing right there? <laughs> There's monsters here, you guys not seeing this? Am I crazy? <laughs> but yeah, uh, just, I, I love them saying, we're Digimon, digital monsters in unison. unison. And then the, the, and the theme song kicks up as they say it, like. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. It's like, did they practice this beforehand? Um, like, well, oh, we'll find... I had to get everyone into the same recording booth. <laughs> we'll find out much, much later that, yeah, they were all just hanging yeah, around in this one were. spot waiting for them for a long for time. So, <laughs> like, I'm guessing... Uh, apparently an unspeakably long time, because holy shit. Oh, yeah. So, um, I'm guessing that, yeah, they probably spent a lot of time talking about this exact moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're going to chase the kid through the woods, and then... <laughs> <laughs> So then the, you know, we're not, Koromon says, we're not just digital monsters, we're kind of cute. <laughs> and Sunomon says, and very loyal, and blushes again. I don't know what's up with that. Yokomon says, with beautiful hair, and like the flower on her head just kind of like flexes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hmm? And Modimon says, or oh, maybe no hair at all. <laughs> Poor Modimon, doomed to be bald. But he's cool with it. <laughs> he's cool. Bukamon says, we can be funny, and then just goes, ha! Like, well, is that a laugh? Like, what the fuck, Bukamon? I mean, we're laughing at it right now. That's pretty funny. And then Tokemon <laughs> says, and adorable, which, I mean... It's, it's true, it's Tokemon. Yes, Tokemon, you are fucking adorable. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, yeah, apparently now Ty is friends with everyone, even though he forgot people's names, like, two minutes ago. So here's here's what kills me is that he does introductions again, which this would be a perfect time to introduce the cast, and it makes that it. yeah, and it makes that intro bit like really weird and unnecessary. Yeah, because we had like the names actually came up, like we got sort of written down, like, and we I, didn't we didn't really need to know who they were before this either. Like it wasn't like it was necessary exposition to explain what was happening. I imagine again, it's. Probably due to like uh, a lot of car- a lot of uh, animation studios, they know that kids they don't really discern ages uh, or age ranges, but like they know kids like repetition, so they probably just kept that in mind. Just to make sure that kids understand that they know who these characters. Yeah, because I can imagine as well, like during focus testing, while that's never really that accurate, they probably had a range of kids, and some of them were asking again, like who the characters were, like. 
Yeah, I see them probably like shoehorning in that first intro while this was supposed to be the actual intro. Well, this intro though is pretty great because yeah. Izzy's got the right priority because mm-hmm. he asked them if they have internet access. Yeah, come on, like <laughs> yeah. Let me Izzy, let me let me see if I can Izzy, get a hold of my right parents idea. and <laughs> tell them I don't know where I am and have them come find me. <laughs> uh, but Mimi's missing. He's like, "Where's that other girl?" Uh, Izzy says, maybe she's out picking flowers or going hiking. It's like, mm-hmm. Izzy, there's a giant fucking screaming beetle monster flying around in the sky that tried to kill you like 20 seconds ago. Why would she be picking flowers? Yeah. Well, what we, what we learn of Mimi, Mimi that's not... Screaming. What we learn and of Mimi, that's not a horrible assumption, actually. Yeah, like, it actually does make sense with Mimi. <laughs> anyway, then we hear Mimi screaming, and she's running away from Kuagamon with Tanamon following her, and Tanamon's just kind of like a sprout. Yeah, Tanamon's a kind of like, it almost looks like an evolution of, uh, what's the one called? What's the second, uh, po- second generation Pokemon that turns to the grass starter? Oh, Chikorita. Chikorita? Yeah, yeah, basically looks like almost like a baby Chikorita. Yeah, it, it's just like a seed that's sprouting. That's what Tanamon is. Yeah, pretty much. With legs. With like, you know, tiny four legs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Kuagamon destroying more trees. Because <laughs> he just fucking hates that's trees. what he does. So then they start <laughs> running away, and some of the Digimon seem to be having trouble because a lot of them don't have legs. Yeah. I like, Koromon has to them. bounce everywhere. But fucking Bukamon, he just gets to float. Yeah, Bukamon is easy. <laughs> and then Joe's like, oh, my mom's really going to want a refund for this. Like, <laughs> I think it's time to accept that you aren't at camp anymore, Joe. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you're going to have to come to terms with that eventually. <laughs> I would have I loved it, like, you know, he was still like that through the half season. Like, this was, like, where are we on the map? Like, where's camp? Like, yeah, he just absolutely was... refused to believe. That'd be great. <laughs> no, I swear, if That's we just walk like three hours in that direction, we're at town again. <laughs> they they run. The gang runs up to a cliff edge, and Ty takes a peek off the edge. It's like a huge drop. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh well, we're kind of screwed now. A little bit. Oh like, no, there's water. There's drop. water below them. They just need to land in the water, and they'll be fine. Yeah, yeah anime action movies. movies. <laughs> uh, Kuagamon comes back, corners them on the cliffs, and now they're kind of like stuck there. Even though there's no trees there for him to kill, so... Mm. It's like he has no motive. It's, yeah, Coromon <laughs> spits at it again. Well, what are people if not walking trees, really? This, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I see you read my poetry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Coromon does that pink spit and does again, nothing, and he just... Yeah, Coromon's yeah, used to that now. He's... Yeah. But then he's got them figured all out. of the Digimon just sort of, like, jump at him. Just spit. And we all get... I can do. We get the first shot of Tokomon's teeth, and holy shit, Tokomon's teeth. <laughs> Tokomon is like a fucking lamprey, like... Yeah, he's got, like, there's, teeth going every which way. There's an enemy in Shovel Knight that's almost it's exactly like actually, Tokomon. Yeah. yeah. It, it flies around instead of, uh, you know, running or whatever, but, like, it normally looks kind of cute and flies around, but then as soon as you get close to it, it, like, gets those exact same teeth and starts attacking. Yeah. He's really cute, but terrifying whenever he opens his mouth. Uh, And then, you know, they all spit at him, and Quagmon kind of, like, crashes into a tree, which may have been intentional on his part. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) he just doesn't like trees. 
<laughs> Apparently, all that spitting like hurt the Digimon because they're all kind of like lying on the ground. I'm wondering if there might have been like a bit that Maybe, like, either got glossed over or... or yeah, because I, I it def- the way they're laying around definitely looks like Kawagamon laid the smackdown on them. Yeah, and then Karmon's just like, I was just trying to make a good impression. Aww. Is he and, like you said? They've been standing in this spot for. Like, a long fucking time. Possibly hundreds of years. Um, yeah, it would kind of suck if you screwed up your first impression. <laughs> Izzy has a line like, I really his like. His entire life up to this point has been leading till now. Uh, Izzy, Izzy has a, a line I really like where he says, they must have been programmed for courage. Like, he, gl- nah, he glommed cool. right onto that digital part of Digital Monsters. Oh, yeah. and... <laughs> but it's just Karamon programmed for courage. Future reference. Anyway, <laughs> Kuagamon gets back up and fucks even more trees up. <laughs> even getting up, Seriously. he just has to fuck over trees. Like, I, yeah, How like... does this forest, like, live with Kuagamon nearby? <laughs> the amount of trees this guy has cut down in the last, like, 15 minutes. Fucking unbelievable. So, they, yeah, he, they all back up onto the cliff again. And Matt's like, I knew I should have bought my bug spray. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I want to see the scene of that. Him just uh, spraying, <laughs> spraying some raid at him. <laughs> and Ty's like, get ready to run. It's like, Ty, you cliff. are backed up onto a cliff. It's like, Where are you going to run? <laughs> <laughs> You've got nowhere to go, man. I'm sorry, you're stuck. Oh god, and then we get Tokemon again. Like, Because all the Digimon are trying, like, they're saying, basically saying, let me at him with yeah. Pokemon, and Tokemon just no. fucking terrifying. Tsunomon is super into it. Yeah. Because up until this point, Tsunomon's been, like, super reserved and polite. He is, like, wriggling in Matt's arms, and literally just goes, let me go, let me go, let me go, let me go, let me go. And Tokemon is, like, a fucking rabid animal, like, feral yeah, animal. Teeth out and everything. He seriously has, like, multiple rows of teeth. And then Tanamon's just like, yeah, I want to go fight. <laughs> She's, like, super chill about it. And then we get, like, a really dramatic cut to, like, each Digidestined calling out the name of their Digimon. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, if I were one of them, I probably would have forgotten what my Digimon was called at that point. I think so yeah, I'm terrible with names. Them. Oh, come on, you two. <laughs> I suck with names. Uh, we get, like, yeah, another shot of Tokemon's teeth. Oh god, it's time, like it's a close act- up. I actually forgot about that up until like now. Watching with you guys, mm. like it's fucking like horrifying. They're really scary. We get like a slow mo cut of like no Koromon, and it's it's kind of funny to like it's really dramatic and like it's they do these shots of all the individual Digimon like really determined faces or whatever like going into battle and they're just these tiny little ridiculous blobs <laughs> like there's a real disconnect between the i do like, like though that ty has like this whole thing with Coromon, and it's not brought up in the show for like another 30 goddamn episodes ty has met a Coromon before yeah like yep. the original movie that was never really fully translated set before this tv show ty meets a Coromon, and it turns into an argumon and he yeah. hangs out with it. <laughs> and this I guess was like he two just, years ago. And I guess he just forgot? Yeah. Like, Kari didn't forget. Like, what the fuck? I'm pretty sure it's really obvious, even, like, in this show, that Kari is far smarter than Ty. <laughs> yeah, Kari, yeah, Kari is really the brains of that operation. Yep. So anyway, with that cut, the, all their digivices light up. 
the sky turns black. Yeah, this and, is like, something that we rainbows um, descend from the heavens. We like. see this one other time, and it's in a very specific circumstance that I'm yeah. not going to go into now. Like this, why did this happen this time? This never happens every other time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so they all start to digivolve, and better get used to the digi- digivolve sequence because you're going to see it a lot. <laughs> Yeah, like, you can always you can always tell when an episode oh, was uh, was running short because oh, uh, just you they can pad like a lot of time. 40, I did the calculations and like nearly twenty percent of that episode was spent digivolving. I have to say though, like as far as like cultural programming goes, it's, it's really effective because there's a there's a Digimon game coming out like next week. I want to say. Oh, um, Cyber Sleuth. Yeah, it's some sort of Persona looking thing. Yeah, but one if of the trailers. A PS Vita, I would get it. I'm considering getting a Vita for it, actually. (laughs) But um, one of the trailers I saw for it that really got me hyped for it showed, like, a Digivolve sequence that looked almost identical to the show. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I want this. Like, that's, like, when I was watching Try, they had just, like, this old Digivolve sequence that was, like, updated. Yeah! And, man, that got me so hyped. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, we get all the Digivolves. I'm gonna miss you forever, Tokemon. You'll be back. (laughs) <laughs> uh, he turns into Padamon, who is also very cute. Mm-hmm. One thing that always confused me, though, is that Yokomon, who is a, like a flower Digimon, turns into a bird. Yeah, that yeah. Her whole sense. her whole line is a bird, and yeah, like, everything except Yokomon is a bird. Like she uh, should have been some adorable little torchic thing. Yeah, she yeah. should have been just like a chick, or like or even like an, an egg. egg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, she could have been that. There, yeah, but there, there is an egg Pokemon, and we don't Digitamon. want her to be anything like that. <laughs> I love Digitamon. He's great. <laughs> yeah, um, this Vincent Price voice. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> anyway, so all the Digimon have Digivolved, and they all jump on Kuagamon, who just immediately like throws them away, because he's that badass. Yeah. Cause... But then we get all their signature attacks. Well, almost. Almost. Uh... We get Poison Ivy, Boom Bubble, Pepper Breath, Spiral Twister, Blue Buster, and Super Shocker. And then Gomamon just sort of like trips him. Which, the, this was weird and it always really bugged me, but Gomamon rarely uses his signature attack. Because his signature attack is summoning a whole bunch of fish. Yeah, but the thing is that he, he does it at like, the start of the next episode. That's not his attack, it's just him calling on his friends. Well, no, he yeah. actually calls he actually calls it out though as a uh, as an attack yeah, sometimes. It's called, it's called marching, marching fishes. fishes. Yeah, yeah. But he says when he first uses it that oh, those fish are just my friends, and I called them out for help. So like, huh? Your power is to like, to, are you Aquaman? Like, <laughs> well, kind of. Like, like out of the bunch of them, yeah, he is kind of. <laughs> yeah, they, they do their, their big team up attack. Gomon still doesn't do anything. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> just there for comic relief. Designed for his yeah. attack at this point, I and Quagmon falls back into the forest, fucks up more trees, and they've won. Woo! Izzy says they made vaporware out of him. Okay, that's pretty good. I'm not gonna All lie. Right, Izzy, I'll pretty... give you that one. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't actually vaporize him. It would have been a much more solid pun, but like, yeah, it works. Yeah, it's fine. And also, and then, we, get just, we get Tentamon now, which is like Tentamon. His voice in this scene is, like, different. A little bit. He says, how about that super shocker, pretty wizard, huh? (laughs) I don't know why, but for some reason, that was actually a term of, like, excitement. Was it? 
Yeah, I've never it? heard that before. Yes, I've heard it in other fiction before. Huh. Like, but it's okay. really old-fashioned. Other like, fiction, sure, but I've never heard it in real life. No, but I, I, like, I'm pretty sure it's like old-fashioned like thing, because I've seen it in like Lord of the Flies be used that way. Hmm. Huh. Weird. Anyway, so then everyone's hugging, and Ty's like, Koromon or Agumon, whoever you are, you're <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Which is a pretty great way to explain that the names change. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, to be although, fair, that would definitely be a hard thing to wrap your head around, because, I mean, you just met him, and you just learned his name, and now, wait, what? I have to learn a different name? Hey, 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 and also, let's, he, let's he was just like Digimon. a cute pink blob. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like a cute pink blob, but now he's like a fire-breathing dinosaur man. It's, uh, hey, either it's one a definite, good. It's a definite upgrade, I'll give him that. Yeah. yeah. He has legs well, now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, he's, he's got, got like yeah, he fingers as well. He's, he's got, got a neck. He's got a spine. Yeah. It's just all I around see. better. <laughs> uh, but seriously, it doesn't matter because Koagamon didn't die. He's back. He can never beat Koagamon. Such a weird first episode. Like you're supposed to beat the bad guy, but no, he's still alive. <laughs> and then well, he, and like, it's such jams. a departure, or yeah. the show will depart from that almost immediately because pretty much every other battle from this point forward follows the DBZ uh, sequence of. One stronger than the other and just owns them until the other party learns some new technique, or in this case, Digivolves. And then they power and then, up and yeah. they beat them. Like, soundly. Yeah. Yep. And so he jams his pincers into the ground. The cliff just, like, falls off and they all tumble off. And it is a literal cliffhanger. Like, <laughs> Well, cliff faller. Yeah, I guess. And Ty ends with the narration, which we still don't know where that narration's coming from. Yeah, they never actually bring up the narration ever. I don't think they do, like... It's not like, you know, at the end of the show, it's like, Ty, like, you know, closes his journal, like, 20 years later. No, it's... Right. Like, because, like I said, at some point, they start having, like, a narrator. It's just some guy. He's not a character. And I then, like, like the... Jedi narrates some episodes. I like Digimon the implication... I like the implication that it started out as Ty, like, getting debriefed or something, and halfway through, he got... He lost interest and just walked off, and somebody else had to come <laughs> fill in. <laughs> Climbed up a tree and fell asleep. <laughs> well, from here on, I'm pretty sure it's like, because the next, you know, like, half dozen episodes are just everyone, each character gets their own episode to Digivolve in. Yeah. And it's like that character narrates their episode. Which makes sense. Which, yeah, it makes sense, but I mean... This, that whole thing actually has really stuck with, like, me and a lot of my friends, um, because to this day, when we play uh, Dungeons & Dragons... Um, the, our GM, who was a huge Digimon fan with me as a kid, makes one of the players, like, recap the previous session in character. <laughs> okay, that's actually kind of cool. I used to, yeah, no, yeah, I really I like D &D, it. I used to do it online as, like, a, a news report. Oh, that's pretty cool. Nice. Which took forever to write up, but it was still pretty cool. Yeah, no, I, I kind of like it because, like, most people do it in, like, sort of an inner monologue sort of thing, and it's interesting yeah. to see some of the, or to hear some of the events of the previous session with the perspective of their characters. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, uh, what are your thoughts on the episode, guys? <laughs> Personally, I think it's ridiculously fast-paced, which I was surprised because I remember this show being... I always thought it was pretty slow, but then when I rewatched it, I was like, the whole Devimon arc takes 13 episodes. Yeah, no, I, I had that same experience. I remember it going on forever, but it's 13 episodes. I felt like, yeah, I felt like 
the not necessarily the show drag drug on or anything, but like I felt like the arcs were kind of long and a little more epic, I guess, than they actually ended yeah. up being. Because like they find their ta- like they get the tags right away, but they find their crests in like a sequence of like four episodes. Yeah, the, the yeah. whole Edamon arc, which I remembered going on forever, lasts seven episodes. That's oh, Edamon. God, really. Yeah. Yep. Episode 13 is the end of Devimon. Yeah. Episode 14 is the start of Edamon. Edamon ends at episode 20. Whoa. Yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it what it is that made it seem like such a longer show as a kid, it's cause, but like Myodismon does stretch on for a while. That's he true. goes from like episode like 22 to like 40. Which is weird because when you consider other shows like Dragon Ball Z which did drag on for fucking ever. <laughs> yeah. But they, like, you feel like... You think about it, it's like the first season of Digimon was like 52 episodes or something. Yeah. Yep. And that's like four or five arcs. God, that's so weird. Yeah. Because I remember it being a lot longer than it was. Like, but... yeah, 54 episodes sounds right, but you feel like each of those arcs is probably like 20 episodes each. Yeah, because yeah, like, if you think of if it was if this was Dragon Ball Z, then those fifty-two episodes would be one, maybe two arcs. But it's like the entire first series from this Kuagamon up to Apoclamon, who probably the least exciting <laughs> final villain ever. Well, it was it was exactly like just about every JRPG at the time. Like they beat the they beat yep. the final boss and then the real final boss who like was never existed before this point oh, and yeah. was so is such a though. nothing. Do you remember? You know what his first line was? No, I don't. It's like, "Behold, I am like Apoclamon with hot and cold water taps." Oh God! Because he has like this red line and this blue line coming oh, out of his yeah. chest. It's like oh, with matching God. hot and cold water taps or something like that. Immediately undercutting any like. And then one of his oh. next lines is like, why does everyone else get the pizza while all I get is the crust? Yeah, I remember watching that like recently and going, that, that's it's pretty so bad. It's so bad, especially because the whole like thing with Piedmon and Magnagemon oh, the was dark so ma- hype. The entire Dark Masters thing was like serious shit. Yeah, it was yeah. good. It was really good, but then it, this dude comes out of nowhere and it's just sort of like really dull. Yeah. Dull and, like, the wrong sort of goofball for, like, I a think, final Yeah, arc. I think, like, the... I think the big plan heading into the Dark Masters arc, because it feels really empty in that the only Mega Digimon we ever get to see are from Agumon and Gabumon. Oh, that made me so angry, too. Especially and because I had the trading card, the other like, Megas, the ca- yeah, we card know what game. They are. We know what their Megas are, and actually, I'm pretty sure that they're going to turn up in Try. I would certainly I've, I've hope seen, so. I've seen the poster for the second Try movie, which is coming out in like a month, and it's got uh, Vikamon and Rosemon on it, oh, who shit. are Joe and Mimi's Megaform Digimon. Oh, cool. I want to see um, Phoenixmon. I had a foil Phoenixmon card, and I thought that was the hypest. Yeah, he's pretty cool. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, and we did get to see um, the Megaform of Anjumon and Gatomon. Mm-hmm. In the movie for like three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Like, uh, couldn't you just stay in those forms? Do we really need like Davis or anything? Can we just keep you? <laughs> you look really cool. Yeah. Can we just make? Can we just make effort? God, if what is it Seraph Anjumon or something? Seraphimon. Seraph. Yeah. Can we just make Seraphimon the new main character? 
Yeah, because the whole thing was like, oh, we need to warp Digivolve to Seraphimon, and I think it's like Magnadramon. Yep. To reveal the golden Digi-Egg. So yeah, it was so... Magnamon and Rapidmon. It's like, can we just keep Seraphimon? Yeah, it was such a throwaway, <laughs> too. He's so much better. He's such a cool design as well. Yeah. Oh. Plus, it had the whole thing with, like... That's something I was really disappointed about with that movie, is that uh, Angel Woman actually has two Megaforms. Yeah. She's got that Magnadramon, who's like a pink dragon. Mm-hmm. But then she's got... Valkyriemon, who is a yeah. Valkyrie, which, which is a way cooler way and more sensible like yeah, digivolution. She, well, I mean, she goes from dog to cat to angel to dragon at the moment. So that's that's true. I Consistency mean, is not really her thing. She's just kind of, and she takes like a detour into like fucking Egyptian goddess for a while. Yeah, but the armor digivolution stuff is weird anyway. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Speaking of, do you guys have a uh, favorite Digimon you guys ever had as a kid? And has it changed uh, now? Probably, for me as a kid, it was Weregarurumon. Yes. Uh, so cool. Now, uh, honestly, uh, I also like Terriamon, but I guess nowadays I actually really like WarGreymon. He's just badass he's just war Graham, he's war Graymon's probably the most enduring like design i think from the show yeah i don't know yeah. if i i don't know if i had a favorite as a kid I, I can't remember any one specific one sticking out but like looking back on it gomamon's whole line is probably my favorite <laughs> oh yeah because he's Everyone got a sort of he's got a sort of nordic great. feel to him and yeah. probably also the most like consistent as well actually yeah, yeah, the like, there's a, there's a nice through line. Pseudomon, I think, is the ultimate we see the least of. Yeah, that's probably true. He only shows up, like, four or five times in the whole show. It's, oh, like, yeah. really weird. Huh. But but he has, but he has, yeah. basically he has Mjolnir. Like, it yeah. doesn't get much cooler <laughs> no, than it, that. It's not Mjolnir in the English dub. In no, Japanese, it's... it's Mjolnir. It's explicitly Mjolnir. Yeah, no, they go with a different. They go with it's a different. A Vulcan's uh, hammer. Yeah, I was gonna That's say they right. go with a different uh, pantheon in the American one for some reason. <laughs> Probably because Mjolnir will be hard for kids to pronounce. No, but I kids knew what I mean, Thor was. I knew what Thor yeah. was. I didn't. Thor's <laughs> been a superhero for thirty years at this point. Yeah, true. Fair enough. But yeah, for me personally, when I was growing up, it was always War Greymon, just because he was the it's, best. Yeah, come on. He's the strongest. He was the best. But now I, I really like both Angemon and Wegarurumon. Yeah, Wegarurumon is just—he's cool. It's—it's it's a plot point that comes up, I think, in f- both Tamers and Frontier for a little while, in the difference between like the humanoid Digimon and the more beast-like Digimon. Yeah, because I think it was in Tamers they had a whole thing about how, when I think it was Renamon went into her ultimate form, she became more human-like. Because she turns from fox lady into just a fox, mm-hmm. into another fox lady. Mm-hmm. And the whole argument was, oh, she got stronger because she came more like an animal. But then she got stronger by turning into a human. <laughs> and I, I kind of prefer the more humanoid designs as like the, you know, the ultimate level is to be more human. Yeah, fair enough. Which, yeah, yeah. Wegarumon is like a werewolf street fighter, so. He looks like He's... a fighting game character. He is. The... Like, he doesn't he doesn't get a signature attack until, like, his fourth appearance. Pretty much. 
Because he just well, punches yeah, he, people. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, he just, claw, he just tooth and claws it, which... He he gets one where he, like, shoots, like, a laser from his fingers. He does, like, a cross swipe and it shoots a laser. Oh, that's right, yeah. But he doesn't do that until, like, the third or fourth time he shows up. <laughs> because up until then, he just, like, kicks people in the face. Which, I mean, have you have you seen his calves? Like, a kick from where <laughs> Ruman would mess you up. <laughs> <laughs> so what about uh, least favorites let's try to stick with adventure for this one I guess because there's a lot to turn uh, up later on probably well I mean the, 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 the poop well. the poop Digimon obviously yeah Numamon which yeah, I mean that, that thing that thing has its purpose in the uh, well like... there's two poop Digimon there's Numamon who are the green slimes that throw poop and then there's Sukamon who is just a yellow piece of poop. Well, and see, and Sukumon has its like origins in the um like digital pet origins of Digimon because the whole thing, yeah. if I recall correctly, was if you didn't take care of your Digimon and let its poop just pile up everywhere, it would digivolve into poop. Yeah. Which pretty gross. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate it from a thematic sense there, but they didn't need to bring that into the show. No. The whole thing is that Sukumon in the show is so dumb that he actually shares a brain with another Digimon. Yeah, that yeah. little mouse thing. Yeah, it just like follows him around. And they keep hitting on Mimi, which is really weird. Oh god, I didn't even consider for favorite Poke or Digimon, wow. Um like non like main characters. Yeah, some of them are really cool. God, there are some too. there are some really cool ones, especially in this early one where they start um like rescuing them and, like, building allies and stuff. Leomon's badass. Leomon's yeah. awesome. But I remember um, being really freaked out with Miramon, who I think is in, like, the third or fourth episode. He is just a guy that is on fire, which is, like, you know, fair enough. But, like, his mouth is so shut. Well, and oh, when yeah. he's and when he's got the and when he's got the dark gear, isn't he like screaming and stuff yeah, too? He's, like like he seems like he's in, in pain. pain and it's like stretching his stitches out. It's like, oh my god! I think for like non-main Digimon, who are my favorites, I really love Starmon. Oh, he's Starmon's cool. cool. Uh, Wizardmon is I also really love oh, mostly because he gets I remember... he gets the best story in this I, series. The funny thing about that is like I remember really. Liking how cool Wizardmon was, and it was such a heartbreaking moment with him and everything. But when I rewatched it, he's only in like two episodes. What? Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> he shows up in the real world like an episode before Kari joins the team. What? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, but here's he's seriously in the show for like two episodes. He's like a nothing character. But, but here's the reason, thing. Here's the thing you got to consider. You gotta consider this, though. The guy who voices him also voiced Finster on Power Rangers, and yes. he's basically using the same voice. He yes. did, yeah. Huh. Man. It's weird, because everyone remembers Wizardmon, and, like... Well, he gets he gets more of so an much. arc in those two episodes he's in than most Digimon get throughout the entire show. Yeah. <laughs> it was more interesting than Edamon. Oh, Edamon. Edamon had the great Elvis impersonation. Yeah. But Edamon had the style going for him, but that was it. Yeah. Hmm. It's really weird. Hmm. So, uh, you guys got anything you want to plug? Jules? Got anything uh, you want to plug? You can follow me on Twitter at GatsbyLow, and also I write for women write about comics. No, hmm. no Digimon pieces yet. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, there aren't. Gonna there get aren't. Started in fan fiction. Are there? Are there a lot of like Digimon like print material? Are there any Digimon manga? Oh no, but um, which uh, when we write about comics, uh, we talk about like every piece of media. It just originally started with comics primarily, but yeah, there's plenty we can talk about. I've talked about. I'm sure like, there's Sentai. Digimon print. Yeah, there's definitely Digimon manga and stuff, but I've talked oh, about yeah. Sentai on that website somehow. <laughs> They've let me do that. <laughs> so You should talk about well, hey, there's a, then, because there's it's a, Digimon Sentai. I could. <laughs> there's a Power Rangers comic now, so there's your uh, there's your excuse if they ever question oh, you oh, on it. That, 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 that's coming up, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, you, yeah, to segue into that, actually, we've actually made some allusions to it in this show already, but I'm on another podcast that's basically the same thing for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, it's called Teenagers with Attitude. Um, it's on iTunes, it's on uh, Shout Engine. And, uh, yeah, it's basically the same thing. We go through episode by episode and talk about Power Rangers. It's pretty fun. It's, yeah, it's, it's good. I, I, I believe uh, it's great. Yeah, Jules has been on a few times. Tyler, have you been on it at all? Uh, I have not. I haven't really had time recently, but um, I've got nothing to do for like the next two months. Yeah, I'm, I have a fucked up wrist. I'm sure we can find space for you. The more the merrier. We just recorded an episode. I think with seven people, and it oh, was Jesus. it was a mess, you, but it was you've a lot got, of like, fun. Five or six regular hosts on there. Yup. I mean, usually, <laughs> usually at least squad. Yeah, usually at least one person can't make it, and we pretty much always have a rotating guest. Yeah. Just to keep it's things really fresh. So if you ever hear us comparing stuff to Power Rangers, which will likely happen a lot, mm-hmm. that's why, because we're yeah. all Power Rangers fans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plus, there's a lot of parallels to be seen. Like, it's it's the same sort of thing of bringing over a very Japanese thing and tailoring it to American audiences. Power Rangers is a bit more extreme. But yeah, yeah. There's definitely more of a like a split personality gets like that when we get to uh, the later seasons. Because apparently, Fusion and Data Squad are very different to Cross Wars and Savers. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. Anything? About, anything you got going on at the moment, Tyler? Or uh, mostly just this, which will be up on <laughs> iTunes awesome. eventually. Eventually. <laughs> um, and it's gonna be the it's Dead up on Sea Scrolls of Digimon podcast. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> Like 200 years from now, they'll uncover just like recordings on my computer I forgot about. Excellent. (laughs) It'll it'll have a great dark web presence that nobody knows about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I think we'll leave it there. All right, great. And uh, see you next time on Digimon Digital Moncast. We can't do that in unison. We've not practiced that for 100 years. No, we cannot. (laughs) No, (laughs) we have not been practicing for this podcast for 200 years. The storm's making a mess of my... All right, bye, everyone.